1: 060-896 or visit horseandhound.com.au Third
2: quarter, 30.2. Sugars knows where Olavici is. He's right on his hammer and he's about to shoulder into the clear. They straighten, leading the way. It's Just Believe. Just Believe from Olavici. Constantinople third, then Van Sankadel. Just Believe. Oh, we're wild about Harry. Look at him go. Dropped Olavici, cold shoulder treatment and Just Believe obliterated them. Just Believe Olavici.
0: <laughs> just an arrogant and performance, Olavici. wasn't it, by the star square gator just believe i think chris barsby's going to talk to greg sugars in a moment he's five to one on in the old or a dollar twenty to win the trotters final and leap to fame just as arrogant on the weekend but equal favourite 2.30 each or two the brothers Swayze and also Leap to Fame good morning Chris Steve good morning to you good
2: morning everyone Swayze will start favourite come jump time for the pacing grand final Steve he was the big winner without doubt yesterday with that barrier draw conducted over at Morton Island so Swayze draws the inside of Leap to Fame he's got the stable mate Nerano in gate one we've got that brilliant beginner turn it up in gate two so can turn it up head off Nerano drawn side by side. How far do they go with turn it up? How hard will they try and kick up with Nerano? Tactically, the first two hundred meters is going to be crucial. But Swayze, I'm certain, will start favorite for this year's Inter Dominion Pacing
0: Grand Final. Well, keep talking, I'll get better odds about leap to fame, Chris.
2: Well, <laughs> a- a- as it stands, he might start on the third line of betting because narano has been the find of the series. He was brilliant again there on Saturday night, Steve. He came off the back of Spirit of St. Louis and went straight past him. That's how much acceleration he's got. Spirit of St. Louis, as we know, he's a million-dollar-plus earner. He's a very fast horse, and Narano gave him windburn there. So... The fact that he's drawn barrier one, I think he's going to be right in the mix as well. And it wouldn't
0: shock me if Narano beat them all there on Saturday night. Yeah, it just would leap to fame. Of course, as we said, Arrogant and Swayze end up with that, that awful draw. Didn't have the speed, fall back fence, and, but he was great late, wasn't he, when he got clear, Chris?
2: Yeah, it was a
0: really, a really good run
2: going into a race like he's going to face on Saturday night. It wasn't overly taxing, but it was so pleasing to see him hit the line the way he did, Steve. And it was through the line as well. So, as we know, He's a star stayer. He's already the winner of a Blacks Are Fake. He's the winner of a New Zealand Cup, a two-mile stand start. So the longer, the better for him. So he's going to be uh, right at the peak of his powers. He's chasing three straight Inter-Dominion uh, titles as a trainer. No driver, uh, no trainer has done that with three different horses, Brian Hancock, Natalie Rasmussen. They've been able to do it with, um, you know, Blacks Are Fake, our Sir Vanslod, Gary Hall Senior's done it with I'm the Mighty Quinn. But to do it with three different horses, and regardless of the result there, if it's Narana or Swayze, He's going to be able to achieve a, a, a real piece of history there because uh, that's something special. I cast No shadow, shadow last year. He had a Barrier One, like Narano's got this year. Two years ago, Bonsell Benjamin on protest. So he's got a, a real chance to uh, put his name in the history books.
0: Just with leap to fame, though. It's over the long trip. Can't he just work around at his own leisure, hopefully, Chris, and get up outside the lead at some stage? Um, Possibly. But do you think he'll be able to sit outside of Well, Slaze last time and- he had a flat tyre. Um, He had to drag, didn't he? Um, I'm not sure they've
2: got many options, Steve. Mm. Uh, Maybe the best option for them is just to try and blast him off the arm as quick as possible and try and land in front of Swayze. Swayze was proven last week. The gate speeds the Achilles heel. He ended up fall back on the inside. So maybe Grant Dixon just might put all of his eggs in one basket and try and just blast off the gate, land in front of Swayze... And then if that happens, well, it's going to be game on then. But uh, as I said, that first 200 metres, so, so crucial.
0: Yeah, well, it's interesting, isn't it? Uh, Very interesting. Greg Sugars is the man that really didn't flinch a of Chris, on the weekend there, we replayed Just Believe.
2: Well, he'll be hoping that they go 100 miles an hour in that pacing grand final oh, because his horse, Better Eclipse, has drawn the second row. So the faster, the better for Better Eclipse, and that might just bring him into the race at the right time. And Greg's chasing a little bit of history himself on Saturday night, looking to become just the second driver, Steve, to win both the pacing and trotting grand finals on the same night. John Langdon is the only driver that's done it back in 1975. Castleton's pride, young Quinn over in New Zealand. Greg, good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Chris. What do you make of your draws? One really good one, one probably not so good one. What was your take on the draws? Uh, really happy with both, actually. Um,
3: obviously, yeah, just believe's got very uh, your advantage over sort of his main dangers. Um, so that was that was perfect for him, and really um, barrier draws are somewhat less important for uh, for a better eclipse. And I think yeah, the way the marbles have fallen for the other main contenders. Um, you know, it has the potential to uh, come out with an outcome that um, could possibly suit our horse, uh, drawn where he is.
2: Okay, well, let's talk about Harry. Just believe he's chasing back-to-back Inter-Dominion titles. Not only is he chasing back-to-back titles, clean swept last year and so far so good. Three for three, a clean sweep of the heats. This is going to be a, a, a piece of history in its own right. If he gets the job done, how has he come through the three heats so far?
3: Really well, yeah. He's got better with every run and, um, yeah, certainly taken no harm from uh, his latest effort. Um, he's he's looking he's looking a million dollars this morning, so very happy with where he's placed.
2: Were you surprised with how easily he'd done that on Saturday night, given that, you know, you got some mid-race pepper there from Gus, you had Olavici dropping to your back, going down the back straight, but you just left them lamenting at the top of the straight, so were you surprised how easily he handled them?
3: Oh... Not really. No, he's um, he's just a wonderful animal. um, Just believe, and he's so strong. Uh, You know, even uh, in some of the races where he hasn't won, I don't think he's ever come off the track where he's not hitting the line uh, strongly. You just never seem to be able to find the bottom of him. So that's um, one massive, you know, technical advantage I think he has over a lot of his rivals. Uh, When you get out to the longer trips, it doesn't seem to be matter you know how the race gets run he, he runs the trip out um just as well so um yeah no when it was a nice even strong tempo from start to finish uh, i knew that would sort of play into our hands because um yeah he would keep going and it would probably make uh, a lot of his rivals uh, a bit vulnerable
0: greg just the other night you didn't even raise your hands i'm just watching it again now with just believe i mean how much was there if you had to open him up you reckon
3: yeah, look, yeah, he was real strong to the line. Um, yeah, just basically he, he did that all under his own steam and um, just to dash up the straight for him. With uh, Yeah, look, he may not have been able to go a whole lot quicker for that final furlong, but um, as I say, he was certainly not tired and he could have kept uh, maintaining that speed for uh, a little bit further.
2: Has he come through this series better than last year at the same point? Uh, yeah, I think so. Um, bit of a different build-up. He'd had a lot more racing
3: going into last year, um, and whereas this one he's gone into it very fresh. So he's just continued to build and, you know, basically get to peak fitness right now. So he's, um, yeah, I think it's sort of been a probably a better series for him up to this point.
2: Okay, going back to the Barry draw for Saturday night. He's a dollar eighteen with Tab right now. Is it perfect given the fact that you're drawn uh, in an ideal spot? So you can see your, your rivals to your inside, you can see what's happening to your outside. But given the fact that Queen Eliot is on your outside, Plymouth Chubb's behind you, is that what makes it perfect? Yes, absolutely. Um, I think, um, you know, no matter how the draw would have
3: fallen, um, you know, I would have been keeping an eye on those horses. But uh, to say there we have the tactical advantage of them early is uh, extremely important. So. Hopefully, um, yeah, we should be able to control the tempo and uh, keep an eye on those main dangers and see how we go.
2: OK. Does Jess come up on Saturday night?
3: Yeah, absolutely. No, she'll be here
2: for sure. So, um, yeah, hopefully I've uh, done the right thing by her and got her horses in great order. Right. Oh, What about the syndicate that races just believe? How many do you think will be trackside on Saturday night? A uh, fair chance uh, nearly all of them will be here.
3: So I think there's... I think that's roughly like just short of 30 in the in the syndicate, um, and yeah, they've they've sort of taken turns in, in the heats of uh, coming and
2: going. But um, yeah, I'm expecting a fairly big contingent on Saturday night. All right, I've been scanning the record books. As I said, you're looking to become just the second driver to win both the pacing and trotting grand final on the same night. Uh, No driver has won three straight Inter-Dominion Trotting Grand Finals. So you'll be in rare air there if you get the job done with Just Believe on Saturday night. And here's another one that I just find really boggling or mind-boggling. No Australian bred Trotter has earned a million dollars. Now you're on the verge, I think you'll come up just a little short if successful on Saturday night with Just Believe. But are you surprised that no Australian bred Trotter has banked more than a million dollars?
3: Yeah, I am actually. Yeah, I wouldn't have uh, said that was that was the case. I know it's, um, you know, it doesn't happen uh, on a regular basis that uh, any trotter's earn a million dollars, but there are a few around. So I am surprised that uh, yeah, the Aussie breeds haven't done that yet. So that'll be uh, certainly another feather in his cap um, if and when he's able to do that.
2: Yeah, well, you're the richest Australian bred trotter as it stands. When lose or draw on Saturday night, can you name a couple? Do, do, do you reckon you'd be able to name me who's running second as far as the Australian-bred richest trotter of all time is concerned?
3: Uh, no, off the top of my head, no, you've got me there. True
2: Roman. No, doesn't make the top four. Scotch no, Notch. Tell us. Scotch Notch. Sits in two. Night Pistol wow. three. Tough Monarch four. So there you go.
3: Well, there you go. That's the steam company right there. So, yeah, I'm proud to uh,
2: have a horse that's... Uh... More grounds to them. Yep, too right. Now, talking about better Eclipse with this pacing grand final, you would be one that would want a war up front here with Swayze and Leap to Fame because that will give you every chance to run over the top, surely.
3: Yeah, 100%. That's exactly what we're hoping for. Um, he's uh, one of those horses, better Eclipse, that um, you know, it, the, the tempo of a race, If as long as he's not the one doing it, it doesn't seem to matter uh, how he, um, he finishes off. So, um, if it's a truly run race um, which you would expect it would should be um, then yeah he, he sort of gets his chance to sort of run run into the money it's always going to be hard we know Albion Park um, you know with this quality of and depth of the racing it's uh, it's it's not easy to give horses a start and come wide and and uh, think you're a winning chance but um, certainly if the way you hit the line and run a great half um, last time around um, yeah if the scenario unfolds that um, their front runners are a little bit vulnerable, then we're a chance of getting into into the race late for sure.
0: Greg, if there was no better Eclipse and someone said to you, you quit, you've quick, you got the choice, Swayze or Leap to Fame, we need a, a driver or a replacement, which one would you go for in the final if you had the choice?
3: Oh, incredibly tough. Um, they're both outstanding horses, but, uh, yeah, I might lean towards Leap to Fame, I think. Um, the local champ, I know he hasn't sort of had a great deal of luck in probably this season in, you know, a lot of the races that really count, but, um, yeah, he seems to have had a pretty trouble-free series um, up until this point, so, yeah, probably slightly lean towards him.
2: Hmm. And it's a good point you raise, I remember midway through the, the Winter Carnival this year, we were talking about if he would get beaten again this this year, for the rest of this year. Here he is, he's been beaten in the Blacksafake, beaten in the Eureka, beaten in the Victoria Cup. but through no fault of his own. He's gone enormous rate. He's been so unlucky with barrier draws. And again on Saturday night, he's got a shocking draw.
3: Yeah, that's right. Um, You know, they're only a bad draw after the race if it doesn't work out, I suppose. But that's right. He hasn't sort of had anything really fall his way in the races that really count for him this time around. So, um, yeah, I'm I'm sure Grant will be doing his best to get him in the right position early. And, um, yeah, like for mine, he's still still such
2: a wonderful horse. And there's no doubt he's... uh, a massive massive winning chance okay back to better eclipse has he come through this series really well did he come through saturday night well and he looks so different now compared to the end of the dominion series from last year
3: yeah he's a far more mature horse now he's uh just about a you know complete package as far as his maturity goes and his racetrack manners so no he's he's handled it probably even better than what we um would have anticipated before we're making this trip, trip up here, but um, having said that, apart from the Victoria Cup, where he was unfortunately below par that night, his, this whole preparation, um, yeah, he's raced extremely consistently and 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 handled the racing far better than what he did uh, sort of six or 12 months earlier.
2: Okay, uh, one final one for you here. Uh, how many Inter-Dominion Grand Finals do you think you've driven in, both Pacers and Trotters combined? Good question. Um, Maybe I don't know five or six. Oh please,
4: please. That? <laughs>
3: yeah, more
2: than that. Know, I'm double. Get, I'm, get, I'm getting old now. My memory's not what it used to be. <laughs> well, you've driven in eleven grand finals so far, pacers and trotters. So um, another two coming up for you this Saturday night.
3: Yeah, fingers crossed it, uh, it goes our way.
2: All right, appreciate the time. We'll see you at trackside on Saturday night, and best of luck. Thanks a lot, Chris.
0: I got one for you, Chris. Yep. Seeing you throwing all this out. Yep. When was the last time Leap to Fame started black figures in a race, officially? Uh, Would have been the Victoria Cup. Uh, Victoria Cup, it's got him here as being odds on $1.90. Oh, there you go. There you go. I have to go back a long way. Yeah, Okay. So we're probably looking at the 2022. Derby? Yes. Yeah. $2.80. Every other start since has been odds on. Did Captain Ravishing start favourite in the Derby that year? Do you know? I'm not sure, Chris. I haven't got that. I'm just going through Leap to Fame's profile here.
2: Speaking of stats, here's one for you, Steve. So we're going through the traditional series, three heats in the final, four runs in the 14 days. How many horses, paces, paces? so Leap to Fame's trying to do this on the weekend, how many paces have clean swept a series under that format of three heats in a final
0: since 1960? <laughs> since 1960, OK. <laughs> We've well, seen some freaks... Um, I'll have a guess and say six. Not not too bad. Ten. Ten. Okay. Yeah.
2: Ten since nineteen. I can tell. James Scott, Champa Star, Stella Frost, Hondo Grattan, Young Quinn, Pro Chevalier, Village Kid, El Sue. I'm the Mighty Quinn. Alderman Sniper was the most recent in 2019.
0: Okay. Mm. Hmm.
2: You didn't think I'd know those names, did you? Well. I I did think you would. (laughs) (laughs) And there's been three trotters so far that have clean swept. Traditionally, the trotters don't have the three heats in the the final format. Uh, They've normally just had two heats in the final, but I've been able to track down some information. So Just Believe did it last year, three heats in a final. Tornado Valley in 2018. Back in 2003, Take a Moment did it. So... um, yeah, it's, it's rare air for those horses to clean sweep a trotting series, and here's Just Believe on the verge of doing it two straight years.
0: OK. So leap to fame, you keep saying an awful draw. So what, six off the front. What if he's mm. just negative off the arm? Wait, try and get in somewhere, even if it's wide with cover, and then go around. Say goodnight, nurse, from the death. No, I, I, I can't see how he's going to sit outside Swayze at any point. Some of his runs outside lead, they've been extraordinary. I know that he's been beaten in the sitting shot in a couple of them, but mm. they've been extraordinary, haven't they? One of them. Yeah. And uh, We mentioned the flat tie the last couple of hundred. Um, yeah. Then, of course, that record time, wasn't it? They ran an amazing sectional, was it, when he was run over late? In the, was that the Eureka? Yeah. And what about the other one there, the big the Victoria Rags? Cup.
2: Mm parked
0: out. so parked he, out. He's
2: been so unlucky
0: with barrier draws. And not uh, beaten far in any of those. No. It,
2: and like I said, no fault of his own. He's been enormous, but uh, the barrier draws have been his undoing, just how the race is set up. So it, it's going to be it's going to be a torrid time again on Saturday
0: night. I'm thinking maybe, Chris, luck in those big races. That's deserted him. It's now time for the stars to align is what I'll be looking at. Mm, saying so it's possibly. my turn now. Possibly. <laughs> Trent Dawson is with us. Hey, Trent. good morning. Morning guys,
2: how are we all? Really well. First and foremost, congratulations. You've qualified your first Inter Dominion finalist this Saturday night.
1: Yeah, thanks Chris. It's um, you know, it's somewhat of an achievement I guess to uh, to get one to the final. Um, you know, it's it's probably been a bit of a, a, a daunting series actually. It's quite uh, quite a challenge getting them through the three heats and and um, we've gone through the heats, so actually, he sort of managed to get better and better. So, um, yeah, the ne- next challenge is trying to trying to get him back up for the final. So, um, yeah, we'll, we're there, so we'll, we'll give it a good crack.
2: Well, it's a huge achievement. You can't undersell it because there's a lot of people, as you know, in this industry, that go a long time hoping for a good one and to compete in a series like this. Here you are, first time at it, and you've been able to qualify uh, future assured. And as you said, he's been terrific in the three heats so far.
1: Yeah, well, obviously, he sort of got points early on. He got a reasonably good draw in the first round. And then, um, you know, it's quite well talked about that um, the series has been really leader leader and uh, fence-biased all series, you know. And his next two heats, he he raced fantastic and um, probably one of the few horses that's managed to make ground going the the wide wide way at home. So, um, yeah, you know, it's sort of an interesting draw we got on Saturday night. But, um, you know, if, if he's... If his heat runs are anything
2: it go by, I don't think we're out of it. OK, many have got him pinned as a real speedster. And his record proved that. He's got six sub-52 victories against his name. But on Saturday night, he was running through the line at 2,600. Do, do you have those concerns that he's only a, a mile at 2,100 or do you think he will eventually have no issues with the 2,600, the 13 furlongs?
1: Well, I mean, I... It was probably always my bigger concern for the series um, was not so much the three heats; uh, it was more the longer distance at the at the back end of it. You know, when things got serious and Saturday night, I know I know we didn't really burn that hard early. We sort of stayed out of that, but you know, he was he was as strong as anything on the line, and I, I think his last half was fifty-three eight. I think I think he went fifty-two something his last mile. So, um, you know, like uh, the only thing holding him back was the fact that they just can't go much faster than that. Um, you know, those last sections. So, no, I I think, um, you know, he's certainly... Like, I I went into this series with an opinion of him and um, I really like the horse. And, um, you know, even this far, he's changed the way I I see him him and look at him. Um, You know, he's really, really stepped up to the plate. So I couldn't be any more proud of him.
2: Okay, that being said, what were your confidence levels like before the series got underway? Were you thinking he'll qualify, he'll make the top 12, or were you thinking, oh, it's going to be borderline here?
1: Well, I mean, it, it probably... I mean, I, pro- I probably think that was one of the the intriguing things about this Inter-Dominion series. There's a, there's a lot of horses that never really matched up with each other, and, um, you know, I, I think sometimes um, you, you watch some certain races, and I, and, I, and I think some of the Southerners have probably downplayed the chances of the locals, and the, the locals are sort of... Um, you know made them pay for it you know and there's a, there's a lot of local horses that are that seem like they're just matching it with these um this upper echelon of the, of the grand circuit horses so um, you know I, I think i think when you look at it now I, I don't think there's there's that much disparity as you see the Dominion go on as what people probably have seen the suggestion before it started
2: yeah i think that's a fair point now the barrier draw conducted yesterday tell me what was the initial thought when barrier four was drawn for future assured
1: well, I mean, it's not. It's not a disaster. Um, there's obviously a few numbers that could have been better for us. Um, you know, probably probably just being probably a bit like every, everybody in that race. You know, sometimes it's, it's not about where you draw; it's where the main dangers draw. And um, you know, that, that's our big concern uh, going into that race. Realistically, um, is you know, there, there's some really good horses that are that are probably going to be getting better trips in us. So um, yeah, it's it's one of those things. I mean, I, I think we. We obviously need, need things to go perfect for us um, to be able to get a big check. So, I mean, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen. And we just, we just put our head down and we'll, we'll do our preparations and um, you know, do, a, do our best to have him spot on and, and try and work out a good trip for him. And, uh, you know, if, if luck's on our side, well, then, you know, it'll be with us. But if it's, yeah. if it's not, well, from this door, it, it could go either way.
2: All right. Now, I've got to ask, it's only Tuesday morning, this race is on Saturday afternoon, so there's a lot of water to go under the bridge between now and then, but the big school of thought, the big theory immediately following the barrier draw yesterday, you're going to fire off the gate, try and get in front of Swayze, and then Leap to Fame's going to ride across on your tail, so, and then you'll release him. Do you sort of buy into that theory? Have you heard that theory? What are your thoughts?
1: Oh, I, I love the idea of it. If we can, if we can just tell everyone else that theory and let them, uh, let them follow suit, that'd be really good. So, um, yeah, why, don't, why don't we keep going around saying that, and maybe everyone will start believing it and allow it to happen? Um, you know, this this grade horse, and like, like I alluded to just a little bit before, you know, this there, we've never really all these horses have never really matched up with each other that much. So, um, you know, like we're, we're probably all going to be, you know, from where we are, we're going to be mad not to have a look. Um, but you know the, the ease of which is what um, you know you can you can describe that happening or, or maybe you know assume that it's going to happen is um, yeah, it's probably far from the truth. I'd say I, I think you know particularly Swayze he's um, you know he, he does he doesn't look like he's that fast off the gate when he draws barrier one. It's probably his ba- worst barrier. But I but I've sort of taken note that most of his um, most of his runs where he gets out the gate the best is probably from barrier three, Swayze. So. Um, you know, that's probably going to help him out a little bit there. So, um, yeah, uh, I, I like your theory, Chris, and I like some of the theories that have been um, been suggested, and um, I hope they're, come,
2: hope they're true. Yeah, well, we'll wait and see. Uh, so that, that was the big one doing the rounds uh, yesterday afternoon and last night. Uh, Steve asked the question of Greg Sugars just moments ago. If, if you had to pick between Swayze and Leap to Fame, if, uh, if you had to choose a drive on, on Saturday night in this race, which way are you going?
1: oh you'd have to go leap to fame i i think um swayze swayze is a super tough animal and uh it's obviously going to be you know he he can he can run all day and and leap leap to fame i mean we see we see him be race super tough but he's got so many strings to his bow um you know he you've only got to look back at when he when he won the sunshine sprint you know that was uh, for all these runs that have been sensational, um, that was probably one of the ones that I kind of took note of and say, "Well, he shouldn't have won that," you know. So, I, I, I think um, even even suggesting that his yeah, fame has to sit outside of him, it probably doesn't have to sit outside of him if it, if it works out that way.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a good point. So it's a fascinating contest coming up here on Saturday afternoon, late Saturday afternoon. Uh, to you and Crystal, again, congratulations qualifying a a grand finalist for the Inter Dominion Pacing Championship. It's a huge feat. And, and just on on the family front, uh, Tilly, did she have her first mini trot drive across the weekend?
1: Yeah, yeah, young Matilda. She we took her out to Marburg on Sunday, and um, she she got to have her first few races on the mini trotters and. Um, yeah, it really. It really is quite humbling when you go there and see see her do that and the smile that uh, that she got out of it and the big kick and walk around with a big big crowd with her colours on all day. Um, you know, it, it really it really makes the you know the inter dominion special. But it, you know, this great sport that we've got, there's so many other things that are um, you know equally as special. And when you when you see that, it's um, yeah, like I say, it was really humbling to see her see her go there and um, have such a great day and um, you know all her cousins and that around her and racing with her and it's yeah it was re- really good to see yeah awesome so she's wearing dad's colors yeah she, she's wearing dad's colors for now but uh, we've had this argument all week she wants Ooh. to give him the flick and get it and get it make her own set so <laughs> um <laughs> yeah she, she's, she's got a bit of a headstrong way about it too so i'd say she'll probably get her own way and get her own colors um but i've got i've got i've got another little fella maxi hopefully we can convince him to take him round.
2: Yeah, yeah, well, fingers crossed they'll stay in the limelight anyway. I really appreciate the time. Enjoy the week, and we'll see you uh, trackside. Thanks, Chris. There's Trent Dawson joining us. So Future Assured goes around in the Inter-Dominion Pacing Grand Final, one of five Queensland-trained horses that have qualified for the final. It's not a record, Steve. Back in 2006, Queensland had half the field in that final down in Tasmania. That was the first of Fakes. four Inter-Dominions, half the field provided that year. This year, we've got five. So pretty fair effort by the local trainers.
0: Absolutely. Who have we got on the line now? Dave McGowan.
2: Yep, yeah, we're going all the way to New Zealand. This is a man that knows about inter-dominion glory because he's done it. he's been there, he's done it before. Special Force was a winner back in 1999 for memory. He'll correct me if I'm wrong, but he's online with us now because he is one of the co-owners of Adele who starts on Saturday night. Dave, appreciate the time.
4: Hello, Chris. Was it 1999? Um, yes, I think so.
2: Yeah.
4: It's a long time ago, you know, I was young then. Yeah. He was a special yeah. horse. He, he was. He was a, a bit of a dude. He wasn't built to be a trotter. He was a little fat squat thing. And But he'd die for you on the track, and he wasn't the fastest around, but you knew he was always going to give us all.
2: So how many Inter-Dominion series did he compete in? So Auckland 99. Did he go to Melbourne in 2000?
4: Yes, that's when we came back from Sweden, and he had a winter coat. And he got in the final, but um, he... he was all up the pole with his seasons. And then, didn't we go to Queensland? Yeah. Or was Sydney next? No, Brisbane
2: 2001, and then Sydney 2002.
4: Yeah, 2001 was Brisbane, where we were last um, at the 400 and flew home, I think he got third, did he? To uh, Mountain Gold? Yep. I think. Um, Yeah, take him to Mountain Gold. Yeah, then the next year, Claire took him to Sydney and he um, something galloped in front of him just at the 400 or something like that and put him out a bit but he was cruising around the outside but yeah he, he's, he's done a great job and um, we well, did a great job at, um, and he was a little bit unlucky in a few of them and, but he wasn't the fastest but he, he was a real tryer. Yeah.
2: And as you said you, you went to the other side of the world, you went over there to, to contest in the, uh, the, the elite lob so tell me this. Uh, we're seeing it now with just believe who's the favorite on saturday night did special force come back from that european adventure
4: a better trotter or no different at all a much better trotter yeah and me um but he um i i I probably went over too long i went over too soon not knowing what was going on but um as greg will find out they traveled so well they traveled so well on the planes and and um it's uh it's an it was an amazing experience but but just believe just he just i don't know he's always been a beautiful horse but now he just looks so so confident doesn't he he just Mm. looks so confident and um it's lovely it's a great experience and um i'm sure they enjoyed it a lot and and being little movie stars for a wee while and um Uh, It was a great experience, and God, I want to go back there one day, but I won't have a horse good enough, but I I want to go back there one day.
2: Okay. Well, you're in this year's Inter-Dominion Grand Final, so you were here in 2001, the Special Force. Here you are lining up in 2023 with Adele, a mare that you bred. So, this is a big moment. This is a special moment.
4: Yes, um, we did, and and we had her in the sales, and no one wanted her, and everyone was saying, "Who's Orlando Vici?" You know, and and it's like, well, we don't know at that stage. We didn't know at that stage, but beautiful looking Philly and um, yeah, she did really well as a two year old. She wasn't a natural two year old. Um, She had quite a few seconds, I think, and and then um, three year old year, we had to do stands because we didn't have a lot of mobiles, and and she just couldn't get her head around that after lots of two-year-old mobiles and um so that's when we sent her over to gavin lang and um um she she's done a great job in australia she's at gavin's and then gavin passed and then nicole had her for a wee while and then she went up to blake's um Fitzpatrick in um New South Wales and and she was she was good there too um she was just struggling with the track I don't know why it's such a beautiful big track but and then went down to Karen, and Karen did a wonderful job with her and and it was great catching up with Karen again you know like because we raced lots you know um Night Pistol and Special Force and and she um what I can remember is her always coming around to see him at the stables or the stalls no matter where we were and, and seeing how Ernie was and, and that's, to me it was a huge thing because she's such a, a famous person, but, but a wonderful person and it was great doing that journey again, you know, and, and then she needed a change, you know, like things just weren't going right and then we decided to go out to Brisbane for, get prepared for this Interdom series and we didn't know Jack Butler at all but he's done a great job with her too and so is Nathan. And um, they've taught her, well, they've found out what suits her, I think. Um, and and it, it does suit her, and they've done a great job.
0: Yeah.
2: Well, she's banked a, just on $100,000 this year alone since being here in yeah. Queensland. And now you're lining up in an Inter-Dominion Grand Finals. So, yeah, so, uh, it's a good year.
4: It's a good year, and and she's a lovely mare. She's she's intense, and um and but Nathan and Chris got on with her wonderful on Saturday night. Um, I thought she was really relaxed, and and so, they she's just got to chill a little bit, you know, and it makes life difficult for herself. But, but um, the faster they go, I think seems to suit her, and um you're not in her face all the time, and. But no, she she'll she'll go well and she'll she'll do what she does and um she's making it hard for herself being off unruly of course, but but that's what she needs for now, so we've just gotta go with that.
2: Yeah. and you mentioned Orlando Vici, the sire of Adele. Orlando Vici is the sire of Just Believe Olive Vici, mm. so he's got three runners in
4: this year's grand final. Yes, he's a beautiful stallion and we've had well, you know, um um Olegro, which is out of a half-sister to Adele, a um, beautiful, beautiful trotter last year as a three-year-old, but he unfortunately died um, but with an infection. But um, we've had Adele and Olegro, and now Inkyro, Olegro's mum is in to Orlando Vici again, but they're beautiful horses. They've got great attitudes, um, they trot, beautiful, tr- beautiful rhythm, and, and they just take a tad a time maybe you know like th- late three-year-olds but but that's better than having a two-year-old and having nothing as a four and five-year-old yeah absolutely hey one final one before i let you go you
2: were down at christchurch on the weekend big grand prix race day you had a trotter down there lining up lucky
4: mum uh
2: went terrific
4: she did go good i wasn't there because i can't fly or drive because i had a Passed out on the motorway so they've taken my license off me um for three months so i wasn't there so we, brad was in charge my nephew and he's done a wonderful job with her and she's a lovely little filly um she's tiny but she's got such a huge heart and you wouldn't think she's so tough but she just needed just a tad one one place closer you know the draw her, but she went really good and she'll um, she'll be much better next year yeah absolutely hey we'll be
2: cheering on adele on saturday night no doubt about Thank it she's you. one of the locals Yes, thank you.